surprise. And here it is. Happy New Year. That's right. Welcome to the first Who Are These Broadcasters of 2024? I am Christian Blatt. And 2024 is clearly coming in like a lion. There's our pal EZ, Eric Zane. You know, this was going to be the first content on the Who Are These Podcast Network, a.k.a. the Frosty Tips channel. But uh, they snuck in an early creep off this morning. So uh, we're we're already yesterday's tomatoes, you know. Whatever. Whatever. You know, (laughs) creep off. Like anybody cares about that shit. <laughs> well, uh, as always, I've got a great collection of clips. And a little later in the show, we'll be joined by the Andy, formerly known as Trucker Andy, from the All Apologies podcast, Andy Q Public. He's going to bring us some of uh, the top apologies from 2023, depending on which ones we'll be able to play without getting struck. It's uh, something we're <laughs> we're figuring out as we're, it's an ongoing situation. But uh, uh, that's is it. he not known as Trucker Andy anymore? He's not a trucker anymore. Not a trucker you can anymore. Ask him. Yeah, you Did can ask him about it. Change of life thing, and that happens to these forty yeah. somethings. So, so he's Andy Q Public. His co-host is Joe Sixpack. So he is officially Andy Q Public. And from what I hear, emphasis on the Q. But in any case. Uh, Eric, you'll be handling the Super Chats. Let everybody know how those work. Ah, It's real simple. You see, we like to make our pal Christian here uncomfortable. He's a wholesome, God-fearing man who doesn't like to offend anybody. So whoever has the highest dollar amount and says the most ridiculous thing, that will be Christian's sign-off. So please take liberty with that and make him very, very uncomfortable. He does the show from his home, as I do, and his kids are running around. So uh, make yeah. him say something horrible in the just highest like, dollar amount. Yeah, the highest U.S. dollar amount. Just like last week, my kids are right downstairs. Yeah. If you make me yell something, they are going to hear it. I'm going to have to have a difficult conversation with them. By the yeah. way, Mr. Green is asking if Andy is now something that rhymes with trucker. Uh, entirely possible. JFK head chunk, unemployed Andy. And look, uh, Kelly Riddle made the point last week that uh, they were trying to send some uh, messages in, but Super Chat wasn't letting them. Go ahead and super chat a sticker, and then you can just uh, you can message us and let us know. We'll read it anyway. Okay, we, we'll we'll have out. a workaround. We'll figure I'm it sorry, out. Work say, around it exactly. That's exactly yeah. what you do, and then we'll just uh, we'll just go from there. You'll you'll get it. Yeah. Well, I've got some uh, some news early for everyone. Uh, Prairie Judge says last show at Hackride. I'm all for bothering Eric Zane, but why do you hate people with ears? Uh, Hackride is in the chat. I've seen him, but uh, he does not have an appearance scheduled today. But uh, I I thought it was fun. I enjoyed. I I, I had a lot of fun. Yeah. A reasonable amount of fun. Um, he's, you know, I I hated him. I hated him a lot more in the past. I don't hate him nearly as much. And dare I say, I find some of the things not bad. I can actually yeah. tolerate Hackride now. I'll probably grow to love him before you know it. I, that's that's how he works his magic his devil magic on everyone i'm gonna try a john melendez tactic uh if you guys don't super chat enough i'm gonna send heck the link all right so uh just keep that in mind <laughs> but all of that being said let's start where we so often start on this show with good old local news others imitate it. we appreciate it
Now, Eric, in the past on this show, we've talked about how in local news there's an, an axiom, a credo, a saying, whatever you want to call it, that if it bleeds, it leads. And I think we follow that uh, here really well. And uh, our first few clips are going to really embrace that. Uh, the first one, a little bit north of here, up in Ventura, California, there was an exceptionally high surf advisory. And uh, Eric, I know you don't live that close to the beach. I don't either. But uh, if there was a high surf advisory, what do you think that that means you should not do? You shouldn't be near there. Yeah. Okay. You should be away unless you got a board. If you're out, if you're on the well, board. If you're on the water, you're safe. If you're just standing there walking, you're fucked. Yeah. Don't be a looky-loo. And uh, that is uh, apparently we'll see what happens when you don't heed the local authorities' warnings. Here, here it comes. Oh, man, this looks great. I guess I might need to jog in place a little bit. Holy shit. Oh, my God. They're going to get the fire truck. Oh, <laughs> holy Thailand. This. A massive rogue uh, wave slams onto the Ventura coastline. Here on down the street. Around 11 a.m. Thursday morning. The it's like a Godzilla movie. And then here's a different angle. Washes away oh, cars that's awesome. And Look at that. To that truck. And smashes through windows of beachfront love buildings this. and hotels. Oh. Oh. Oh, no. There it is just going down the street. The racing floodwater also chased countless others. I mean, I understand running away from it, away but from the it's beach ankle deep. What the fuck? Witnesses say some of the victims suffered <laughs> yeah. broken bones. Climb up on that picnic table, maybe. Paramedics rushed nine people to the hospital, two of them in critical condition, oh, no. according to the Ventura City Fire Department. And there's this guy in green who just kind of... Uh... You know, just yeah, scoots that, uh, down at the end. That's my that's my favorite part for our uh, according visual to the audience. You can City see him right Fire there. Department. There he goes. That is uh, uh, quite intense. That is. <laughs> uh, I'm so glad that happened. I'm glad that they had oh. the camera there because that's just basically the TV station. I don't know. It, it almost looks like they were set up with their gear because this seems to be a stationary shot. Yeah. So they have the stationary shot, but uh, some of the best footage uh, comes from, uh, I think he's a Facebook user. So you know what that means? He's a boomer. Uh, the Facebook user whose name is Colin Rugg. And here's the reason why I'm giving Colin Rugg a shout out, because Colin Rugg's Facebook had an entire compilation of more of these wave videos. Uh, most of them are at the beach, but uh, we enjoyed that one so much. Let's uh, let's go back for a little bit more. <laughs> We're all very visual. These kids getting washed away. Oh. There goes the truck. Oh. <laughs> and we got some surfers here. All right. Well, he's probably going to hang on to his board there. Okay, no, he didn't oh. hang on to his board. All right. Well, this guy's definitely got good. Oh, oh that board was in the lip. Next one's my favorite. Well, boys, <laughs> I fucking sent her a little too fucking hard, but. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. I love the surfers. My favorite is the surfers. These guys have nerves, nerves of steel. Yeah, they, every surfer there sucks shit. They're all, they're all horrible surfers, yeah. you know? But they're yeah, going to be not, the one that yeah. rides the epic wave. Of All of a lifetime. sudden, they've got bonsai pipeline size waves. <laughs> they're they're used to six foot swells. They're suddenly on thirty <laughs> foot behemoths. You assholes! Yeah, 
Uh, and, our, and our buddy Colin Rugg just uh, safely watching from some high vantage point and uh, providing some great commentary oh, there. God. So, yeah, I, I didn't. Uh, it, it was much, it was a little bit after the first clip I showed, but the uh, Ventura County Sheriff came on and said, "Well, this what this shows is why when we tell you to stay away from the beach, you should stay away from the beach." Yeah. So you know, lesson learned, I guess, uh, for uh, some people. Our next video was a submission from a gentleman named Rob Schultz. And Rob Schultz sent this in because he knows there's only one show out there that covers the epidemic of mysterious house explosions that, you know, never really get explained. Uh, This one's from Michigan. And uh, Eric, you uh, shared this with me after Rob shared it with you. Does it need any setup uh, before we uh, take a look at it? Yeah, no, I don't. Apparently there was a comment, uh, some type of... uh... A uh, ridiculous statement made by the person yeah. who's presenting it, but that's about yeah. it. We'll we'll check in. The the reporter uh, has a, a point that uh, if I'm going to use my smart guy hat, is less than salient. But uh, let's let's uh, give a listen, and and I'll pause when I think I hear what what maybe Rob was thinking. The fire itself, the explosion is out, but they're still trying to figure out any hot spots that may have happened. And the debris was shot up, we are told, not only across the freeway, but up into the sky. At- oh, that was it. Yeah, so the, <laughs> the debris went up into the sky. Now, I don't know if you've ever seen a house explode, Eric. I've only ever seen videos for it. But I would imagine that stuff goes up into the sky, right? Yeah, I would say that's pretty standard fare for any entire home that's exploded into a billion pieces. There yeah. may be some of the pieces that go up. You know, that's because... Because of the explosion so i think it doesn't matter the size of the home i think even if you're uh you know you're double wide or, or single trailer blows up some of it's going up in the sky yeah uh, you know typically you've got the force of gravity pushing down towards the planet but the explosion can send things up in a particular fashion <laughs> depending on the intensity of the explosion <laughs> Well, I'm glad you put uh, you put your science code on to explain to us how it works, because I was like, oh, it goes up in the air. I didn't know. Let's hear some more. At least 20 feet up, stuck in the trees. As you look at this video, it is absolutely shocking. There's it's beautiful, isn't it, Eric? I love it. I'm so happy. Everything reduced to rubble, of course. Now, police trying to figure out exactly what caused this. Uh, again, a They'll very active out. scene. No, very active situation. they never do. And it's important to note that we are about I don't even a think they try. half away. We <laughs> well, how could you possibly find out? Because yeah. they are, like I said, actively investigating I mean, this. And, there are people. And it is a dangerous situation. Who like went through Hiroshima that look at that and go, oh, my God, I've never seen so much devastation. Uh, So how the fuck do you plan on figuring out what the fuck happened? Well, fortunately, this uh, broadcast uh, did try to get to the bottom of it. And uh, for more on this story, we head back to the Fox 2 studio and correspondent Latoya Jackson. Yeah, when you look at the scope (laughs) of the destruction there, I don't know if you know what the radius is, but... If they're still investigating, you have to wonder if anyone was potentially in the blast radius, if they're still looking for other people who might have been nearby or any collateral damage from nearby edifices. Before the uh, the field reporter answers, I just have to point out that uh, I think anybody who could see it is dead. <laughs> I mean, I think it's, it, yeah. it's, it's that simple, right? <laughs> By the way, that's the first in news broadcasting that edifices has been used in a report, I think. Yeah. And honestly, it doesn't matter what she has to say, but uh, I did the field reporter really need to go on television in those mittens? I mean, they don't have anything with the logo on there. 
I mean, or just black yeah. gloves. Aren't those the I Bernie mean, Sanders ones? Those, <laughs> those are remember Bernie those, Remember those stupid Bernie Sanders ones? <laughs> I do. <laughs> and she's got those, you know, look, you want to put the hat on. It's all right. But it's a, it's okay when you can do your reporting from the, the news truck or back in the studio. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. She just doesn't look uh, at all comfortable. But if... If I'm if I'm picking between Wooly Hat and Latoya, I, I think you know where I'm going. Okay, you know, but mm-hmm. just, that's, that's just me. Uh, anyway, uh, I, I look. I love that and uh, surveillance video of people who maybe don't know they're being filmed is a is, is another favorite of mine when we do this show. And uh, Eric, you might you might be surprised to hear that I've occasionally gone to a uh, fast food window, a drive through window. You don't look it. No, I know. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's a nice way to start off 2024. Uh, but look, every day, every single week, I do need a cheat day or, you know, three. And uh, this is kind of what I would see as the worst case scenario. And uh, this video apparently is from 2021, but it was only just made public as part of a trial. And uh, you'll understand that the Jack in the Box Corporation was only too happy to hand over uh, this footage because I think that they just don't want to be involved with the person in question. This is a, a Jack in the box drive through near the Houston airport. There he is. Oh no. Oh no. I didn't, I didn't put it up today. Oh no. It's okay. Um, he I'll put it back up no. in a second. That's all That's right. That's when the argument started. You can see Ramos in his red. We'll start it over. So this is a watch as Ramos pulls up to that drive through window. He's then uh-huh. greeted by Alania Ford. Oh. And once his food was handed over, an order of curly fries were missing from the bag. When he asked for them, he was told no. That's when Uh-oh. the argument started. You- Which, by the way, if I was ever told that, I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm basically spending the whole night out here until I get my goddamn curly fries. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, so far, he's not in the wrong. You can see Ramos in his red pickup truck going back and forth with Ford. She walks away, comes back, and the argument continues. This went on for roughly nine minutes before nine minutes, it escalated. <laughs> Watch this. Shit. Ford walks away from the window a second time. She pulls out a gun from her pocket. Yeah. So uh, that's wow. a key moment in the story. <laughs> so she pulls out her gun from her back pocket. Oh. Just casually <laughs> working the late shift at the drive through Jack in the Box at the, near the Houston airport. So she checks her gun. Uh, Eric, this is going to end great, right? There's oh, nothing that could possibly yes. go wrong here. <laughs> Look at her. Her finger's not even on the trigger. She knows what the fuck is up. Oh, She's yeah, ready. You know. She is ready. Gun safety. Okay. But the right thing she does right now, she walks away. Checks okay. it and then puts it back. Okay. Another employee approaches the window to try and resolve the situation. But in the midst of that, Ford comes back and starts <laughs> arguing with Ramos yet again. This time, things are more heated. Eventually, she starts throwing ketchup packets <laughs> into his truck window. Uh, okay. So he started throwing things back. Yeah. The other oh, employee closes oh. the drive through window and locks it. But then Ford comes back yet again. Oh, she's not done, Eric. Locks the window, points her gun directly at Ramos, and starts shooting as he <laughs> oh speeds away. God. Luckily, none of those bullets struck Ramos's vehicle, and no How? one was injured. Ford How? was charged and convicted of deadly conduct. And recent documents show her probation oh, oh, oh. ended in June of 2023. Oh, no. Yeah. So uh, fucking shit. Look at her. She'll beat your fucking face in with her face. Yeah. Look, I don't. um, 
I, I don't know. We, we we don't tend to generalize on the show more than three or four times an episode, but there's there's cases to be made for profiling once in a while. That's all I'm saying. And uh, this is a uh, lawsuit uh, that has gone up to corporate over there at uh, Jack in the Box. And uh, look, those curly fries are pretty good. I, I would probably wait nine minutes for them. Um, what you saw everything that I think you needed to see from yes. the day in question. So there's a there's a press conference. And uh, so the guy driving the car is asked a question that, of course, this question came up as she's exploring her legal options. She accused, she accused you of saying the N-word. Did you call her? Never. Or, you, don't you work with African-American people oh, oh, every day? So that's a very friendly reporter, by the way. You know, in yeah, court, we yeah. would call that leading the witness. Right, right, He's right, like, right. Yeah. He's like, well, don't you work with African-American people? He's like, yeah, I do. So I didn't call it the N-word. But and then well, I, I get to see I, Mr. Ramos and I go, no, OK, well, you know, maybe he didn't need the curly fries. Maybe maybe she was just making a judgment. Yeah, I don't know if that's fair, though. I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ, Anthony Cumia used to have black people on his show and he says the N-word all the time. It's <laughs> a great point. <laughs> Patrice was a good friend of his, you know, I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if uh, that's neither here nor there, even if he no. does say, oh, yeah, I say the I say NG, I say ninja all the time. Yeah, uh, but it doesn't mean you can just shoot the fucker. Yeah, I mean, also you threw ketchup packets at him. What is he supposed to call you, you meanie? <laughs> and by the way, look at that hair. You know he uses the N word regularly. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't use the hard R, so he says it affectionately to the the guys he works with. Okay, gotcha. You know? So yeah, so it's it's okay. <laughs> it's, uh... Holy fuck. I once heard a quote from Chevy Chase that he said, uh, Richard Pryor told me I can use the N word. <laughs> uh, so maybe that's what this guy thinks. He's like, Yeah, Richard Pryor said I could use it. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, that's, uh, I mean, we're one show into the year, and that's uh, already one of my favorite videos we've ever oh, had. Oh, that is show, that's spectacular. I love how she checks it to make yeah. sure she's got that the thing's charged yeah. with one in the chamber. She's just going to fucking shoot him. By the way, a halfway decent lawyer would have made the claim, well, she checked to make sure it wasn't loaded because she didn't want to actually hurt him. She just wanted to scare him. But uh, instead, that moment, I believe, again, I am I am not a lawyer. I believe that's called premeditation, <laughs> that one <laughs> moment where she checks it. <laughs> anyway, wow. we've, uh, we've done a lot of shows right around the holidays, and uh, every time it's a, a big travel day, and it's supposed to be crazy at all the airports. Remember, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and now New Year's, and every single time they send a reporter out there, and, um, well, there's not really much to look at. And unfortunately that happened, uh, here at the Detroit airport. And, uh, of course, as we go to the Detroit airport, we check in with our correspondent Dion from the film Clueless. Hey, Lori and Charlie, you know, I've had a great time all morning because I've been meeting so many people and learning about their new year's Eve celebration. And one of them is Erica Ross. Good morning. Hi, Erica. Good morning. Erica's from Detroit, but you're heading to. Atlanta. Great. Now, Erica, what does Atlanta have over Detroit for Probably New Year's Eve? Probably a lot of things, I bet. Um, Not nothing, really, oh, but okay. going to see family and friends, so that's a good thing. Cool story, okay. bro. Talk to me about the stress of navigating the airport yeah. on How New stressful Year's was it? Very surprising. It was actually really easy. I oh. was shocked. Oh. <laughs> what oh, okay. made it easy for you? Did you get here in sufficient time? Um, I planned ahead and got here a little earlier than... Normal. My flight leaves at one one o'clock, but I'm up, so I decided to just make sure that I can get here a little early. So, 
Okay, so wow. her advice is uh, get there before your flight. Get there early. And uh, I don't know. I mean, look, I, I can't say I've ever been to the Detroit airport. I'm sure you have. They look crazy there. I don't know oh, how she was able to yeah. take time to talk to a reporter. Talk about a nothing burger. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's it's like for once the airlines got it right on a holiday and they, they have the mo- world's most boring person with them. Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. Fucking terrible. It's like having you or I on there talking about it. No, but I mean, we would have at least uh, we would have at least stuck some ninjas in there, you know. And if, uh, <laughs> if if she went to us, I, I think she would have regretted it. You know, I like uh, I like how uh, JFK Headchunk writes. I was late for the, my flight because I killed someone over curly fries. <laughs> that's beautiful, JFK Headchunk. I love that. See, and that's the point that we should always make. If you're funny. You don't have to give us money. We'll put yeah. you up on the screen anyway. And yeah. JFK head chunk, just by being JFK head chunk, usually he gets up there. Correct. Well, uh, I've, I've got a quick one from the, the same news hit. And um, maybe you'll enjoy what this Lions fan had to say to her. Uh, maybe this is a little bit more oh. in the spirit. So the Go Lions. Lions. Go Lions. <laughs> what was oh. that game like? Oh, terrible. What's your first and last name? Joe. Joe, what what message do you have for the Lions? Oh, Joe, we'll win next time. Amen. Thank. We'll win next oh, time. I think God, they did a... because this is because of when this is from. But uh, I love. What's your first and last name? Joe. Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> we'll just Another move on. Typical Hamtramck, Detroit Polish fuck <laughs> is what that is. He, yeah, I feel like he is kind of the the poster boy for the way I imagine Detroit. That was uh, uh, that was why I wanted to share him. And uh, you know if. Uh, if Michigan hadn't won, I had another person they talked to, but they won. So then the, the clip uh, became uh, useless. So right. it was somebody who's predicting a victory. And, uh, you know, but uh, if they hadn't, boy, it would have been funny. All right. We've uh, slummed it in local long enough. Let's uh, get over to some national news. I think today's the first time I noticed the ow in there. Yeah, yeah. We're blessed with uh, the very talented uh, Doug from the Jingles Department. Yes, yes. So uh, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, uh, you know, I can't say I love every movie, but usually I see him in something. He's usually pretty good. He's very consistent. He seems like a likable guy. You know, that's that's my take on The Rock. Okay, and he posted on his social media that he went to an In-N-Out burger right here in Southern California. And what I saw in the video was that he was really friendly to everyone who worked there. He overtipped everyone that he stood, you know, that was standing there in the drive-thru line. And people came up, they knocked on the window, he rolled it down, and they're like, oh, are you Dwayne? I'm like, yeah. And, and you want a picture? He took pictures with everybody. Yeah. It seemed like a great story, you know, but... That's not really the way local news looks at things, do you think? <laughs> is it, Eric? No, there's got to be some cynicism in there in yeah. order to make the world go round. Yeah. Oh, and don't worry. Uh, they will uh, let you know right away. Uh, this is from something called the Celeb Post, which on this show counts as national news. <laughs> but uh, he posted in in his uh, Instagram story about this 
that it was the first time he had been to In-N-Out Burger. Dwayne Johnson seemingly lies about eating In-N-Out for the first time. Dwayne The Rock Johnson seemingly lied when he claimed to have recently eaten In-N-Out Burger for the first time. The Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle star took to Instagram Saturday to document his first ever at In-N-Out Burger experience Not as he walked his followers through here. his ordering process. Oh. He captioned the clip, rolled up in my pickup and tried to be cool AF with my order. But I didn't know the lingo, didn't know who to pay, where to pay, didn't know anything. The video showed the actor encountering several starstruck employees learning about the eatery. Learning about the eatery's uh, secret sauce. Uh, he didn't want any sauce on it. He's like, no, 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 none of that stuff. But the former pro wrestler right. apparently forgot that he's already been to the fast food joint at least twice in the past six years. In August 2022, Johnson also documented his first time ever eating in and out on social media. He wrote at the time, alongside a photo of two burgers, fries, and bottles of his Terramana tequila, a hashtag cheat meal Sunday for the history books. A few years before, the Black Adam star shared a selfie with employees at the fast food chain's drive through in February 2017. During during that visit, Johnson said that he didn't order anything for himself. Yeah, he just picked it up for his wife. So, haha, oh, got you, Dwayne. Okay. <laughs> you so, sucker. <laughs> how ridiculous is it? Because this person wrote, who fucking cares? Exactly. The yes. fact that someone said, hey, let's go ahead and go through his entire feed and do all this shit. Of course, he's not going to remember going through a goddamn In-N-Out burger. It's like In-N-Out burger. Who gives a shit? You know, I, I don't know if they still do it, but there was that uh, TMZ show that they would do where it was like all of them in the bullpen, you know, Harvey Levin and some other people. Yeah. And I always imagine that that's how, you know, they, they're like, that's their pitch session. And somebody's uh, like, uh, yeah, so The Rock went in and out. And it's like, all right, there's not a story. Yeah, but he said it was the first time. Whoa, 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 wait. Right. I know for a fact he's been there before because I follow his Instagram. We, we need you to cover that, Eric. If there was a picture of him eating a child's asshole, and he said, oh. this is my first time eating a child's asshole, and but there was numerous clips from uh, posts from three, four years ago of him eating a child's asshole, now we've got something spectacular, yeah. but not well, in an out burger. We also have a picture of him outside of a specific pizza place in Washington, D.C., so we would probably know that it wasn't the first time. But uh, that that's what made me laugh. The, the longer version of his social media post is everyone is so excited to meet him and he couldn't be nicer to literally everyone. And uh, they're like, yeah, but uh, why did he say it was the first time? Probably because he's the goddamn rock and he doesn't remember right. driving through it in an out burger. By the he way, doesn't care. What a huge pain in the ass when you just want to go get a hamburger and you got to you got to <laughs> tip. You got to tip people and take the goddamn pictures. I mean, well, that's that, uh, that's why our buddy Carl always uses like Grubhub and DoorDash now, because every time he goes out in Rochester, you know, people want to take pictures. They want to poke his frosted tips. And he's just like enough already. I'm just like you. I'm a regular person with bad teeth and club feet. But, you know, I mean, this is basically what he says. <laughs> You know, he's just like us. So. For the record, I had nothing to do with that assault that just took place. That was all this goddamn loose cannon Christian attacking the boss. Motherfuck. You know, he can see the private comments that we sent each other. So he knows that you sent that to me. Anyway, oh. that, that's enough rock talk. Let's uh, go to the opposite of celebrity news and talk a little bit of politics. A lot of people talking about Christian and Carl's segment, making it great with who are these politics?
And uh, you should uh, bring that back up. That was a there was a a, a not so super chat, but uh, the boss let us know they aren't frosted. I, it must be the lighting, Carl, because I could swear they're frosted. I, but you know. I, I know they're not. That, okay, Carl, it's a fucking <laughs> asshole right here. This goddamn shock jock that we're dealing with. Look, I I was raised in '90s shock culture. Okay, I'm a huge proponent of uh, that style of approach. You know, like I always I always want to know who's fighting in the back office. Let's bring okay. that on the air. Right, that's what we always need. And uh, boy, the the questions I have for Trucker Andy, you know, when he comes on, what was it like at Carl's Florida house? Was it was it clean like John's, or was it you know a little bit messier than John's? So absolutely, many questions. Absolutely, absolutely. Anyway, it is 2024, and I think that uh, a political year like this, a presidential election, is probably going to be fun for this show, but I'm not going to lie. It's always a little exhausting. The uh, first presidential election I had to produce uh, political talk radio for was 2008, so I had a few of them, and uh, I always feel exhausted after one of them, but I can't imagine how poor Nikki Haley must feel because, I mean, she's been out there for a while. And there's times where, you know, she's on the debate stage and Vivek Ramaswamy is making fun of her kids. And uh, she's just got to ask, why am I even doing this? And then she has to take this question from what seems like an episode of Are You Smarter Than a Fourth Grader? Because this is a fourth grader asked the question. I wanted to ask you, so Chris Christie thinks that you're a flip-flopper on the Donald Trump issue. And honestly, I agree with him. And you're basically the new John Kerry on the... <laughs> Do you remember John Kerry from 2004? What uh, do you remember John Kerry from 2004? Yes, she does, but there's no way you do. That's great that your your parent or possibly someone from the Chris Christie campaign right. handed you 20 bucks and a and a card to read. Yes, and look at her smiling. All she wants to do is bury a high heel right into that little fuck's <laughs> face. Yeah, one of those Ron DeSantis high heels. Uh, yes, <laughs> right into this kid's face. Uh, her answer is fine, you know. But the fact that she's got and look, all you all you can do is smile. I, I have to say, don't love the sweater. I, I don't know what this look is. I, 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 you know, I guess she's trying to be part of the people. You know, this is in New Hampshire, you know, and, and she's just like, yeah, I'm just, just like all of you. Um, and then uh, I think she would welcome a hundred questions from fourth graders rather than this one. And I will uh, let everyone know this is an abbreviated version of this interaction because the full thing's like two minutes. But uh, our friends at Politico always make sure to uh, cut out anything that could give you a different perspective. But I, I think that this really lets you know everything that you need to know about this question that Nikki Haley got. Yes, sir. Thank you, Ambassador. Thank you. Please, um, what was the cause of the United States Civil War? Okay. So first of all, what a jerk off question for anyone. <laughs> you know. Well, what would but, uh, now? Now I know what's going on here. I know what they're trying to get at. Yeah, of course. And, and and I would say to the person like you or I, we would probably give the answer that this guy would love to hear, right? Yeah, right, exactly. Uh, I, I, I think that the, look, the right answer is probably states' rights, and part of that is slavery. And then uh, no, no follow-up questions, please, because uh, I can't, I can't support any yeah. of the beliefs in that. You know, and, and truth be told, if I were asked that question, I would have said, well, you know, as far as I can remember, everybody said it was slavery. So yeah. uh, I'm going with that. Yeah, right. That's exactly. As far as I would go. 
So, uh, so she's asked this point blank, and uh, let's see how she handles the question. The way you were, I would. Well, Good. don't come with an easy question or anything. I mean, I think the cause of the Civil War was basically how government was going to run, the freedoms and what people could and couldn't do. So basically the uh, flash there, the little edit, is her not giving the answer that this guy uh, is expecting. So his follow-up is really the uh, key point in this yeah. interaction. Freedoms and what people could and couldn't do. Thank you. And in, in the year 2023, it's astonishing to me that you answer that question without mentioning the word slavery. What do you want me to say about slavery? <laughs> Which, if we hadn't found another uh, clip that we'll be playing a little later, the title of this episode would have been What Would You Want Me to Say About Slavery? <laughs> Correct. <laughs> oh, she just sets him up with that, too. Yeah. What do you want me to say about slavery? Yeah, and, and he says, uh, you answer my question, and he just moves oh, So God. Yeah. Thank hey. you, Jay Loiterer, for throwing Buck 99 our way. Uh, and saying Happy New Year. Happy New Year back to you. Appreciate Thanks, Jay Loiterer. Uh, and uh, so far, that is the spicy hot take that's going to come out of my mouth at the end of the show. Happy New Year, right. fellas. Yes. Uh, we've had some real epic, top-notch things that people have had me say about uh, German people, uh, about the topic that Nikki Haley just dodged. There's a lot of things you can get me to say. Yeah. I just want to remind everyone. My eight-year-old and six-year-old are downstairs, and they will hear me yes. if you ask me to yes. yell. Yeah, and they and the eight-year-old and the six-year-old they hate Trump, and so does Christian. <laughs> so you could say you could have something. Yeah. You crazy Trump fucks can say something that Christian would want to say, and then you know that'll make the world go round if in it, an even more spectacular. If it gets us super chats, everything that Eric Zane just said is true. And, yes, uh, yes. If you need to say the opposite, then say that too. It's fine. Whatever it takes. Uh, let's keep things. Uh, Political adjacent and uh, go visit the world of punditry. Folks out there need to listen up, mainly because here comes who are these pundits? So uh, let's see. Robo Shitstain Mark 9000 in the Discord uh, gave us this one. And uh, I love Robo Shitstain Mark 9000. He gave us a couple clips. We'll try to get to both of them today. But if not, the other one will be saved for next week. So I uh, wanted to uh, share this one. This is a, a UK pundit who is beside herself because she doesn't have a bad point. Asylum seekers to the UK were trying to go back to the country that they fled political per persecution. They wanted to go back for Christmas to spend it with their families. So, uh, so this is a clip of the government official kind of explaining that that's the situation. Uh, let's hear what he has to say. We do find uh, a lot of people who, uh, for example, have claimed asylum in this country uh, and are heading back to their home country for holidays, which obviously isn't allowed. And for commentary on that, we go to George Foreman in a wig. Oh, so that was him oh, talking on LBC. So these are people who fuck. have come to this Looks country like to fucking Yoko Ono in blackface. <laughs> God damn! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I knew why Robo Shitstein sent this to us. Uh, I think that this is an issue that is near and dear to him. But he also knew that uh, we would want to hear what she they had to say seek sanctuary and claim asylum 
right? But according to the definition of asylum seeker, an asylum seeker is a person who has left their country and is seeking protection from persecution and serious human rights violations. And I need to point out for our audio listeners, she uh, they bring up the definition of asylum seeker. And what she says is not it's a little bit close to what's on the screen, but she says something completely different. So she's like, according to this definition, this is an asylum seeker. Uh, she uh, remains worked up for in another country, but who hasn't yet been legally recognized as a refugee and is waiting to receive a decision on their asylum claim. So if they're claiming asylum, according to the definition, how come if they are genuine and truly fleeing persecution from their country, why are they trying to get back there on a plane for Christmas? It's, it's hilarious. It is hilarious. And uh, I appreciate Robo Shitstein sending that to us. Um, yes, yes. Uh, that was, that was <laughs> spectacular. Uh, the says, you can keep the curly fries. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh, there's a theme that uh, I love. I love when we have a theme for an yeah. episode. Oh, no, Dang Lizard. I love Dang Lizard. He threw whatever for whatever that is, five euros. Yeah, five euros. Yeah. It says the only question I, Christian Blatt, get asked by a fourth grader is, when are you gonna let me go? See, Deng Lizard gets it. Deng Lizard oh. absolutely gets it. That's that's what we're talking about. That's what we want. <laughs> oh no. That is spectacular. Oh, <laughs> uh, glad principled uncertainty is there. Uh anyway, I have uh jotted down that uh well let's say that person's name and uh I hope that we get to bring more commentary from her in the year 2024 because uh yeah. I'm excited for her. I right. didn't yeah. I didn't even hear a word she was saying because I just pictured her crawling yeah. out of the fucking TV. No, I I just uh was confused because I think the last time I saw her she was chasing James Bond around the Eiffel Tower in a beauty <laughs> kill. So it's been a, it's been a, it's been a moment. Uh, anyway, we got uh, another uh, punditry moment, and I have to apologize that we have been neglecting our friends over at Newsmax for a while, and uh, I think this is the perfect time to see what's going on over there, and thanks to Eric Bowling at Newsmax, he is out in front of an issue talking about the devil that so many of us are willingly letting into our homes. I'm, of course, talking about Taylor Swift. Let's hear what Eric Bolin has to say about this. And although neither the NFL nor Travis Kelsey really needs Taylor around, apparently the Democrats do, because make no mistake about it, Taylor Swift is clearly a tool. The withering and desperate left is all too happy to employ, as Joe Biden continues his precipitous and monumental slide, Taylor Swift. We already know that Taylor is no fan of Donald Trump's, an opinion she's voiced many times over and in particular with this tweet back in. I just have to point out that um, this is going to be uh, some of my uh, like 20 favorite seconds of, in the history of this show. So uh, sit back and enjoy, Eric. 2020, I'm quoting Tay Tay. Donald Trump's ineffective leadership gravely worsened the crisis that we're in, and he's now taking advantage of it to subvert and destroy our right to vote and vote safely. Request the ballot early. Vote early. Oh, I don't even care about the point that he's making, but I, I do need to talk to not not my buddy Easy, but Eric Bowling. What happened, man? Okay, we, we know what happened. There were allegations, but but seriously, you're basically on a YouTube channel doing Mickey Mouse voices as an impression for the biggest star in the world. I feel Ooh. like you can do better this year, bro. Yeah. Move over hack ride. We just found the most annoying thing ever on the show. <laughs> 
Well, I'm so glad you said that we've uh, found the most annoying thing ever because uh, I might be able to up the ante a little bit with a, a quick foray into the world of talk shows. I said, can you dig it? I think so. So obviously the Christmas season is uh, behind us, but I felt like I could not let any more time go by without sharing this clip from the late show with Stephen Colbert, who apparently, according to this clip, every year they do an animated Christmas short. And uh, Eric, you buckle yourself in because this is going to be a, a really funny one. I have a, a snippet of this. Uh, it's called The Indictment Before Christmas. So uh, get ready for the laugh. The Indictmare Before Christmas. Sorry, I mean, fucked up their the title. the day before Christmas. All right. By the way, it says on screen, narrated by Liam Neeson. It is actually narrated by Liam Neeson. So, <laughs> uh you know, the uh, probably the the, the uh, most capable voice we've had on this show uh, in the history of 21 weeks. Not bad. The trees were all lighted, and all through the country, a douche was indicted. Use the word douche. The tea was hung on the old courthouse gate, which rang with the shouts of an orange lump of hate. Big Order! Boobily-boo! Order! Hannibal! Order! His defense... So uh, did you did you catch the uh, spot on impression of former President Trump that uh, they shared with us uh, saying things that he always says, like boobily boo? I mean, I can't even think of how many times I've heard him say that. Uh, you know, even if you hate Trump, who laughs at this? Who they, 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 there's nothing. We're so saturated with Trump. There's yeah. nothing fucking funny anymore. No, it, it's all been done, you know, and uh, I, I think even, you know, the Alec Baldwin impression is a little, little suspect. But the first time you see it, it's like, OK, that's pretty funny. They got they got him to do it. But uh, let's see if it picks up after that. It was quite lousy, much like his fitness with no options left. I call one final witness. While up in his workshop, Santa read thickets oh. of letters all oh, begging. Oh, no. they dragged poor Santa into this. Swift tickets? Even I can't score those. Yeah, because even Santa can't get Taylor Swift tickets. I hope I didn't talk over a hilarious joke, Eric. If I did, no, I have to apologize no, to the writers there is, of the latest. There's show. none. There aren't okay. any. Okay. It's just, it just <laughs> makes me angry. It's kind, oh. of, it's kind of why I pulled this. Hmm? Oh, who's on the phone? George Bull, how may I direct your wish? Hello, sloppy Santa. Donald Trump? Aren't you in court on live TV? No. Now listen, Chunks. I just need you to get out that list okay. and find me 11,780 nice things that I've done. Nice. Which is 11,780 more okay. than we have. 11,000 nice this things. This is exactly what you're on trial for, you know. Nice you didn't get it. Good day. Don't hang up. And uh, the caption on the screen, which I realize I may be covering up, it says, Jolly old Saint Nick hangs up on grumpy old Dick. Aha. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah. Okay. So this is basically uh, any time that uh, I check in on uh, Stephen Colbert, it's, uh, it basically feels like that. It's not always a cartoon. 
but it always feels like these are this is like a stack of jokes that they have that they want to make sure. Yeah, that they no, get in it, there. It, it it is horrible, and it and it's infuriating that they waste time on this because it's it's like I said, no one laughs at that. JFK right. head chunk makes the point: you don't laugh. Liberals clap in political agreement. Now, say what you will about Trump, like I think he's a fuck, but I would never laugh at this. This isn't funny no. to me. No, and and I like tell me who's going to laugh at like a, a Biden variation on this. You know, Biden's on trial for uh, Hunter, you know, getting money from the Chinese, and he calls Santa. It's the, also not funny. <laughs> the know? only thing I laugh at is when Biden falls, yeah, or he fucking can't walk off the stage, or but, he's all fucked up. But that's actually a, a he's got dementia for God's yeah. sake. That's that's real life stuff. No comedy writer is talented enough to be able no. to come up with Joe Biden. You know? Oh, what a disaster. What a disaster. Thank you to Kelly Riddle, by the way, who wants Christian to say, I, Christian, am a, a not, not a not sympathizer. I get it. Say it with me, everyone. <laughs> seek Kyle. Seek Kyle. Seek Kyle, too. Oh, I do need the 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 TWO Tukey World Order drop. I don't have it. Uh, oh, I would play it after that. that um, you awesome. know what? I, I'm not going to use the exchange rate. Uh, uh, that that five and Dang Lizards five are both winners to me. I would be happy to say both of those. Uh, so, uh, but somebody's got ten laying around, then uh, that might be a different story. But uh, I would uh, be happy to do that. But I'm going to be even happier to move on to our favorite part of the show and maybe our favorite clip of the week over in sportscasters home of the hourly triple play christian i want to jump in here yeah please i just wanted to say this person here Tony says this show is shit. And I want you to know that there are 55 other people who completely disagree with you. (laughs) Well, let's let's be honest. Probably about 48 of them uh, disagree. Maybe 38 actually. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. But But, uh, I don't know if Chip Tooth Tony, his avatar is uh, Fidel Castro or a young Liam McEnany. I can't tell which one he is, but uh, (laughs) I I love the picture all the same. Yeah, so thanks. Thanks a lot, Chip Tooth Tony, if that's your real name. Hey, Chip Tooth Tony, uh, we'll read it again if you uh, put $2 next to it. Yeah. We'll we'll, we'll say it again. (laughs) Yes, we'll be your whore. (laughs) The first taste is free. So our first sports clip is, uh, well, it's a great one. And uh, Eric, you made sure that I saw this. Pat McAfee is uh, gets a little nervous that his colleague Reese Davis is about to say something, something that perhaps if he did say it, well, there would be, there would be a lot of, uh, there, there would be chaos on the set behind them. Yes. So let's, uh, let's check this out. Jalen Milrow often wears his own branded apparel reading LANK across the front. It's an acronym that stands for Let a Naysayer Know. Being told by his former offensive coordinator, that Bill O'Brien. That is not O'Brien. what I thought. Is that not what you thought? Boy, let a naysayer know. Let a naysayer know. <laughs> of course. The professional's right in the middle of his lead. That's all right. I just keep I going. You almost lost me. <laughs> And uh, let's oh. just note that the two guys laughing the hardest 
<laughs> on the college game day yes. set are the two African American gentlemen. Yes, uh, who find this very funny. Look, there are times where I I see a lot of Pat McAfee clips, and sometimes I feel like he's uh, definitely definitely trying to get himself some attention by the things he said. I think legitimately he thought that that's what he was about to say. And just imagine the the delivery that Reese Davis says. What a naysayer. No. I'm going to go back to it. But just imagine if he used, you know, a word that we refer to sometimes as ninja here on the show. And it's an acronym yes. that stands for let a naysayer know. Let a naysayer know. <laughs> that is fantastic. Anyway, let's uh, let, let's uh, spend a few moments and pat everybody else's his reaction. former offensive coordinator, that Bill O'Brien. That is not what I thought. Is that not what you thought? Boy. Let a naysayer know. Let a naysayer know. Of course. The professionals right in the middle of his lead. That's all right. I just keep I going. You almost lost me. Yeah. The guy to our right of McAfee looks like he's going to fall out of his chair. Reese, you were too smooth with that. I thought it was going down. Oh. 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 Oh, sorry. Let a naysayer know. Let a naysayer know. Yeah, let a naysayer know. I love this. And this, and this, and this uh, why this is great. Because yes. had he just done the stupid story about he's got his own brand, no one remembers that. No one remembers any of that. There it is. But yeah. now. Let a naysayer know. <laughs> you've got a, 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 that's why that fucker is on there. Love him or hate him. He just did something that's so goddamn memorable. And it's it's perfect, you know. That is that is why he's paid that money. He's supposed to do that. I fucking love that he jumped in, interrupted the fucker, and yeah. now you've got a a a all timer. That's an all timer right there. Well, speaking of an all timer, uh, Andy Q Public Trucker Andy is a few minutes early. Uh, Andy, did you uh, catch the clip we were just watching? Because I'm happy to have an excuse to watch it again. In all honesty. Yeah, I did. Can you guys hear me okay? Yeah, we can hear you fine. Oh, fantastic. I got some new gear that uh, I'm uh, testing out on you guys. But um... Well, Trucker Andy of the All Apologies podcast, and of <laughs> course, who are these podcasts? You're a regular on the midweek episode, but Andy, we appreciate you joining us this week. Yes. I, I mean, I always uh, listen to uh, Naysayers with Attitudes. It's one of my favorite <laughs> bands. So, um, fantastic. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get me one of those shirts. Uh, well, oh. I, I, I wish that we had seen this before Christmas because uh, I think everybody uh, at uh, WATP Central back there in Rochester was going to get one of those sweatshirts from me. It's not too late. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, There's always next year. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So uh, let an engine know uh, is uh, the the way that the, that we look at that, and uh, we've got a we've got a few more fun uh, sports clips to share, uh, Andy. So uh, before before we get to our main event uh, with you, but uh, another one that Ez sent to me, I appreciate sending some my way. Uh, this one it's very quick, but uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick makes sure to identify himself to Aaron Rodgers. And, uh, well, let, let me play it, and then, uh, then I'll react to it. And, of course, I, I did my usual uh, where I didn't actually have the clip you? up, but that's all right. We'll go back to it. It's fine. Okay. Hey, uh, Aaron, Ryan Fitzpatrick, class of 2005. Uh, <laughs> how are you? Hey, buddy. Twice vaccinated. Uh, quick question for you. I checked in with <laughs> Vito, our mutual buddy, Hard Knocks. 
And here's the thing. Like, you can think what you want about Aaron Rodgers. He's just like, yeah, I know you said that because of it, but he just, he's just cool. He just sits there and he's like, yeah. all right, yeah, yeah, that's fine. I, you know, I like Aaron Rodgers when he does kind of roll with the jokes, you know, yeah. um, and that's, that's, that's fun, you know, but, uh, and then, and then Fitzpatrick just dumping it on him like that. That's, yeah. this is great. That's awesome. <laughs> Double, uh, double vaccinated. Both of my uh, ankles work. I'm uh, killing it over here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fitz, Fitzpatrick is a monster. He is. He's a guy that post career will yeah. go to a winter Buffalo game shirtless and sit oh, with wow. the fans and and just like he's he's all in on the team, even though he's not on the team anymore. And he's a fan favorite. He's he's. He's the best. I I love it when his personality allows him to make a career from, I mean, he was a mediocre quarterback. He was a career backup pretty much. And he's yeah. been able to parlay that into a uh, post NFL life. I, I always, I always think that's great. Well, uh, and, and uh, I, I ended up not using the clip, but uh, unlike Matt Leinart, who was a career backup in the NFL, uh, he can hang on to his cell phone. They had to move on the field, and uh, Matt somehow lost his cell phone in the transfer. So, uh, yeah, Ryan can hang on to uh, his devices. So uh, because NBC decided to uh, not invite Al Michaels, our buddy Al Michaels, who we spent a lot of time covering on this show, uh, he's not going to be doing the playoffs. So uh, he did his last game of the season this past Thursday. Uh, and boy, was it a great one, the Jets and the Browns. Uh, and so I, I, it's only because it's his last game. I, I wanted to share a moment of, of Al making a really current topical joke. <laughs> and yeah. sure somebody pounding on that trash can. I think the Astros must be in town. Oh. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Somebody's pounding on a trash can. I. I think the Astros might be a town. You know what I mean? Very timely. Are you feeling me? You feeling me, baseball? Yeah, and he's he's also like, oh, I'm sorry, because he's like, oh, boy, I'm going to get in trouble for that one, aren't I? (laughs) Holy cow. Yeah. Uh, He says, Al Michaels says he's going to do one more season of Thursday Night Football. And uh, for whatever reason, Amazon can't come up with any excuses to not. So I'm excited when uh, next season starts that uh, we'll get a little bit more Al Michaels uh, here on the show. Very good. Uh, It'll be legendary when he dies on the air. Oh, no. <laughs> I think that's kind of what he wants to do. You know, yeah. that's definitely what. Well, uh, the, the great Phillies broadcaster, Harry Callis, didn't die on the air, but he died in the broadcast booth prepping for that day's game. So, uh, you know, that uh, I think uh, Al Michaels wants to one up him. All right. I got another clip from uh, Robo Shitstain Mark 9000 in the Discord. Uh, this is, again, geared towards our viewers who maybe don't love the sports content on the show. I present to oh, them. What the So there's a team of, let's say, little people. And a team of uh, regular sized people. Regular sized. Okay. All right. So we got we got Team Paulino taking yeah. on t- taking on Team whatever team, the fuck they team are. Blatt. That's okay. You can say it's me. That's all right. God. No problem. Damn dwarves versus fatties is what uh, <laughs> those ain't real dudes says. Jesus. 
I'm reminded of 8-bit Nintendo hockey when I watch it. <laughs> if you'll remember, they had the Pee-wee guy, the Fatso guy. All they need is the skinny, the skinny guy. Oh, and Jesus then uh, this will be an 8-bit Nintendo game. <laughs> that is awesome, though. Look at that. What a spectacle. Yeah. That's uh, that's better than when we had the uh, the tubby ladies playing soccer, and uh, I would I would love a tournament where we get to you know on one field they have the the fat broads playing football, and then over here we have the the uh, the little person version. So, and both of those clips, by the way, came from uh, Reverend Shitstein. Oh no, <laughs> dang lizard! Dang lizard adds another two two euros to the already uh, pile of money that he's throwing our way, and says, "I, Christian Blatt, want to say I'm sorry. I don't get it, but okay." I mean, there's so many things that I could apologize for. I think is 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 really the point, you know. Great, there's, I'll there's no... feature it on my show. Perfect. <laughs> right, exactly. the The next all apologies will be the uh, I'm, I'm going to apologize for the previous 47 years of my life uh, <laughs> on my birthday. Uh, well, in uh, this next clip, uh, I think the Cheez-Its mascot uh, earns his status in the mascot Hall of Fame because he does exactly what a mascot Continue is supposed to do. Continue this journey here at Tennessee. The standard this is the Whatever ball Tennessee was in, cheese it ball. And look, the cheese it guy and the box. But the 24 season looks bright. And lastly, because we have to hold the cheese it's up. She holds up the cheese it box. And what does the mascot do? The willingness to love He's like, well, my work here is done. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that is that is spectacular. I, I, yeah, I, uh, I absolutely love the way that uh, he uh, eases himself uh, out. He needs of there. to start doing that, like the way that you ice somebody with a Smirnoff ice. Are you guys aware of what that is? Mm-mm. I mean, I know what Smirnoff ice is, but no, I didn't know that you could ice someone with it. Right. the The game is, you know, Smirnoff ice is famously disgusting. Nobody wants sure. to drink it on purpose. No. So what you do is. You buy some as a joke, and then you walk around a party, and you put your hand out to shake somebody's hand, and then you slip it into their hand. And if they <laughs> accept it un, like unwittingly, they need to take a knee and chug it. And I, <laughs> I love this. And I want to see the Cheez-It guy start doing yeah. that. Like They need to start incorporating that right. kind of thing where he just like sneaks in the Cheez-Its into a live broadcast that way. She I, should have I, to. She should have to eat that whole box. <laughs> right. Jesus. <laughs> um, I clearly don't get out enough, Andy. I'm glad you do. Yeah. Because I hadn't heard of this, but uh, I do know what I would like to send to a uh, former call screener from the Howard Stern show. I now know what the next food delivery should be to his house. Oh yeah. Should be a case. Of, <laughs> a it's case, a lawyer. Uh, <laughs> take, take notes, Vince. I, I hope Vince is taking notes. Uh, any of us who have ever had to do uh, a, an ad read, especially a live read, this this is a bit more for broadcasters, but we could feel for Kevin Harlan right here because his, uh, his co-host is uh, giving him nothing here. Huh? Huh? Tonight on CBS. Anything? The two-minute warning. Finishing oh. up this one. Full night of programming coming up for you. Tampa Bay on top, 30 to 12. And outside they go, and that is fun. I, I just want to tell you what's on TV tonight. Oh, God. CBS begins with 60 Minutes Presents. Okay. And Wildlife All right. Adventures. Wildlife Adventures? The game shows. Go ahead and try that one. Try no, it. no. Can you say any of those for me? 
Rosaria Lacoe. Nope. Oh, shit. That was your Christmas present. That was the, you're, yeah. yeah. He's like, you're supposed to help me there. <laughs> Could oh, anything? Damn. Look. Loteria loca. I mean, we all know that show. That's almost as awkward as you and I. Jesus, that's horrible. I mean, let's let's not insult uh, Kevin Harlan's a great a great broadcaster. Let's uh, let's not <laughs> insult him. Uh, all right, uh, one I've been uh, I, I've had on standby for a little while, but uh, I actually listened to again today, unlike last week. Uh, and I love the way that uh, Ryan Clark here on this uh, ESPN show he kind of strong arms a pop culture reference in as the show's ending, so no one can react to him. And on Monday night jordan addison ran away from these defenders like jada pinkett smith running away from marriage responsibilities and so they're gonna have to try to figure out how do they stop jamar chase when you couldn't stop a guy like jordan addison especially with the way brian callahan and zach and he's just gonna fill us there him around until the show ends spots in the formation five different route always combinations do <laughs> always do this at the RC, end they, of the show they in the entanglements there are they and obviously that guy loves it. Yeah, He's like, ah, yeah. oh, they're in them entanglements. <laughs> oh, I can see why Dan Orlovsky got on TV. He's so handsome. Holy <laughs> shit. Look at that guy. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. That's uh, that. That's the uh, the picture that Ron DeSantis brings into his trainer. He's like, that's what I want to look like. <laughs> Holy shit. She, Jada Pinkett's uh, running faster than she runs to make a reference about how she used to know Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> all she ever talks about. <laughs> uh, Andy, did uh, we get any resolution from our buddy Carl? I've been doing the show about uh, what we can do. I, I'm going to I'm gonna play the, uh, the, the one clip that there's no question about. Uh, but uh, if you need to sidebar oh. with me in the private chat, you can let me know. But uh, Oh, I, I don't have any further information. But okay. I feel like I feel like I sweetened the clip what, enough where your new version of it should be. OK, yeah, I think and, so. Uh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, if Carl's watching, uh, go ahead and look at your texts and uh, you'll see uh, we, we've done something to something. But uh, Andy, guys, if anybody takes this episode down, would anybody even notice? Um. Robo shit stain because yeah, okay. uh, I don't think he's watching live. And I told him we were going to play two of his clips. So Robo ah, shit stain okay. will be very upset, but <laughs> to your point, no one else. <laughs> it's okay. Robo shit stain. Uh, but Andy, as we mentioned, you and Joe Sixpack do the All Apologies podcasts, and uh, I, I thought that this was a great opportunity to have you feature some of the great epic apologies of 2023. And uh, are there a couple that come to mind that, uh, you know, you've got two clips for us. Are there a couple that almost made the cut that uh, really stand out for you? Of course. The the big ones this year were probably Drew Barrymore when she oh, tried to yeah. get on with this show during the writer's yeah. strike. We, we, we had that on this show. That And, and you know. Sometimes you might want to put makeup on before you do something. Right. Oh. Well, and and to your point with that, that's become a staple of public yeah. apologies because in addition to that Drew Barrymore one, you had Mila Kunis looking like complete shit with oh. Ashton Kutcher apologizing for going to bat for... For being friends uh, with Danny Masterson. Yeah. A date rapist, yes. Yeah. <laughs> date raper Masterson. And... Uh, I, we just covered another one. There was a, an Italian influencer, Chiara Ferragio, oh, something yeah, like I that. A that huge influencer um, in Italy. And she was, she pulled a stuttering John where she was giving, she said she was going to give 
the proceeds of these cakes that she was promoting to a children's hospital and it was all right. bullshit. So yeah. then she had to go on a big apology tour where she <laughs> looked less than glamorous. You know, she yeah. had to dress it down. It's all about dressing it down and trying to look like you're just an average schmuck that made an honest mistake. So well, that's where we're at with public apologies I, in 2020. I, I know that uh, everybody loves when I name drop, but uh, it's relevant in this moment. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> uh, my kids used to go to the same preschool as Ashton and Mila's. And what I will tell you about the video that you're talking about, she looks pretty good in that video. That's all I'm going to say. Well, <laughs> it could be a little to, worse. It's hard, it's hard to make her look like shit, but yeah, she, tried, exactly. she tried her best. Yeah, right, right. She absolutely tried her best. Uh, all right, so the first one that we're going to share is Neo. And uh, yeah. what kind of setup do we need for Neo before we uh, let it roll? Well, when you messaged me, we talked about the worst and the best. Yes, And correct. Neo fall, to me, this falls under the category of the best. And this is, it's kind of a long clip. It's about two minutes long, so feel free to stop it as he goes through it if well, you, you clear, want to you clearly don't it. watch this show if you think two minutes is a long clip but go ahead okay <laughs> <laughs> for, for by watp standards it's long but um the reason i wanted to feature this one is because he got he's the fa he's a father of six or something yeah. like that well, sure. that he knows of you know yeah. he, he's trying that to old, take care of these that kids. Old <laughs> yeah and uh -huh. he somebody asked him a question about uh, transgender issues and how he feels uh, if one of his kids would be uh, would come to him about being transgender. And I don't know the age bracket of all of his children, but yeah, he he said what he said about what he would do with his kids. And then uh, on all apologies, we call them the alphabet. The alphabet decided to take him to task, so he needs to go on Instagram and justify what he said. And this is one of those famous uh, non-apologies. I'm sorry you're offended, okay. but yeah. I'm going to do me. Those are those are my favorite kinds. Uh, yeah. the, they, there's a, and this is the a, best. This is the way to do that. Absolutely. What's going on, loved ones? This is Neo. All right, listen. I normally don't give too much of a damn about what y'all think about what I do, or what y'all have to lie. say about what That's I say, whatever. I normally don't care because, like I said, opinions ain't special. Everybody got one. Lie. However, this is something. <laughs> so, yeah. So, you've already, we're 14 seconds in, and uh, Eric, you've spotted two lies. Whenever they say that, of course yeah, they he care. He should, he should start by saying, I want you to know that when you say something, I care about it, and I want to kick your fucking ass because you don't agree <laughs> with me. That would yeah. be honest. Yeah. I, I, I agree. Mean, he is, that, he's, wa he's not washed up and he's not not no. talented, but he's past his prime. Yeah. So he, he's definitely doing this. Like he definitely needs all of the work that he could get. Yeah. Right. Exactly. All right. Let's uh, let, let's get a little bit more into this. And I feel very strongly on and I need y'all to hear this from the horse's mouth not the publicist's computer. So check this out. All right. I appreciate First and foremost, that. I do not apologize for having an opinion on this okay. matter. I am a 43-year-old heterosexual man <laughs> raising five boys and two girls. Okay? Ooh. That's my reality. Now, if my opinion offended somebody, yeah, sure. I apologize for you being offended because that wasn't my intention. My intention oh. is never to offend anybody. However, I'm entitled to feel how I feel. 
I'm absolutely entitled to feel how I feel the same way you are entitled to feel how you feel. I ain't asked nobody to follow me. I ain't asked nobody to agree with me. I was asked a question and I answered the damn question. Okay. So by being on social media, by the way, isn't he to Eric's point earlier, he's automatically asking people to follow him by being a public right. figure and having a social media account. It's not, you know, cause if you don't want to be followed, then you're one of those famous people that has it on private, you know, you know, <laughs> it's just for your friends. <laughs> I always love the double down, though. This yeah. is this isn't whenever the word apology is used with this tone and this type yeah. of aggressive nature. That's that's a double down. That's that's fantastic. So I, yeah. I actually give him credit for that. OK, yeah, this- I have no beef with the LBGTQIA plus community whatsoever. I ain't got- By the way, he made sure he got it right. You know how when uh, some of us might dismiss some of those letters, might leave off the play. He's like, he's probably got a post-it on the steering wheel of the car he's doing this from. Make sure you get it right. He's like, all right, that's the one thing I'm going to listen to from my publicist. I no beef with y'all. Do whatever the hell it is you want to do. Do what you want to do with your kids. However... Somebody asked my opinion on this matter, and this is how I feel. I will never be okay with allowing a child to make a decision that detrimental to their life. I will never be okay with that. I don't care. I, I definitely plan to educate myself a little bit more on this matter. However, I doubt that there's any book anywhere or any opinion that somebody's going to tell me that's going to make me okay with letting a child make a decision like that. That's just period, point blank, and that's how I feel. If- so uh, there's a little bit more, but uh, so there, so he doesn't care if there's a book that might help him understand. He's like, yeah, I don't think a kid should make uh, an opinion that uh, might hurt them. And, you know, he's the parent of apparently quite a few kids, Andy. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> he rattled off five boys. I'm like, well, that's a lot. And two girls. I'm like, Jesus, you know, take it out once in a while, buddy. So, Andy, do you qualify this as a this is a non-apology then, right? Sure. Um when I started the podcast, I basically took a lot of inspiration from walking walking in and out of the living room while my wife was watching Real Housewives, and all the, the apologies on those shows are all just like, oh, pff, I'm sorry you were offended, but I'm going to do me. So this is this falls <laughs> yeah. into that category. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, let's uh, hear Neo wind down on this. If I get canceled for this, then you know what? Maybe this is a world where they don't need a Neo no more, all right? And oh, I whoa, no- whoa, whoa. We, this world always needs a Neo. Hold on. <laughs> That's crazy talk. <laughs> Problem with that. I'm a hustler, all right? I'll figure it out. I got kids to raise, and I'm going to do that regardless. Sure do. So with that being said, y'all have a good day. I love everybody. Live how you want to live. Love how you want to love. But your opinion is yours. Speak your opinion as much as you damn well feel like it. Because as I said, they're not important. They're not special. Everybody got one and you're entitled to it. I'm entitled to mine. All right. Y'all feel how y'all want to feel. Have a great day. It's neat. Okay. So <laughs> my, my opinion is that uh, this is a terrible hat. It's lone wolf hat where there's just, it's just a hat with a patch on it. Uh, you know, Neo, you're doing all right. You could uh, do better than this. Uh, by the way, uh, about 10, 12 years ago, Tracy Morgan got in trouble for saying as a joke, I'll kill my son if he acts gay. Uh, (laughs) I just looked it up to remember what the quote was, but he's a comedian and you kind of, you can get away with not real, but that's also 2011, not 2023. So was it that didn't Kevin Hart say something similar? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. But it's a very common thing to say. Yeah. It's, uh, it's usually said as a joke, but also, yeah, I think I don't know. I'm, a, you know, I, I, I'm a parent. I know uh, Eric, you are as well. And sometimes I uh, appreciate being allowed to decide what I think is right for my kids. 
you know. Uh, if somebody wants to offer feedback, uh, you do it ahead of time. You don't have to listen to it. But, you know, after the fact, don't be like, no, 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 your, your kid should really, really have. Taken yeah. If someone does, if someone's kid does do that and a yeah. famous person is the parent, I don't give a shit if they talk about it as long as it's funny. As long as there's something interesting yeah, yes. or funny. And Neo, that was interesting to me. I mean, that was that was good, you know? Yeah. And there's one thing, if I know one thing about uh, raising children and parents, it's that you don't tell, even if you see somebody actively doing a bad job, you can't tell somebody how to raise their kids. Exactly. It's not, it's not your place. And you don't you don't know what happened a half hour before this or what's going to happen. A half, maybe that kid's a total asshole. Like, right. It happens all the time. Maybe right. They exactly. To get slapped yeah. around. You know what I say when somebody shows up at my kid's birthday party in November 2023 and everyone in the family, including the kid, have masks on? I say, great to see you. Go ahead and put the present on the table. I, I, I'm not involved in any of you know whatever you 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 do you it's fine it's going to be tough when the when the pizza comes out but you know you'll figure it out <laughs> yeah it's it's fine um, yeah I, I agree with all uh, you know I can say that that is kind of that's one of the best non apologies ever uh, how long ago was that and has there been a fallout for Neo for that Andy yeah, I feel like that had to be in October okay so, so. and. I, like I said, Neo's pretty much irrelevant. I don't know of any anything. He he's a songwriter, so he should just be writing songs. Like he wrote that right. uh, that song "Umbrella" for Rihanna. That's was such a huge hit. So oh. uh, I hope that's what he's doing. And so just, yeah, and 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 the fact that he wrote that song means he could actually get canceled and still be okay. You know, because yeah, that yeah, song's like still around. Uh, principled who I remember principled says that also, also you can't make your kids think as you want. They come out as they are, as it were. That's fantastic. (laughs) And you know, that's one of the things about young people sidebar that I I think that old fucks like me, if you don't get on board, you're fucked. Like my daughter came up to me one time and said, Hey, I'm gay. And I went, Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like crying. I go, what are you crying for? Come on, go be a lesbian. Holy shit. And that was my attitude about it. So, um, I didn't feel that way like 10 years before, but I'm just, my point is life gets so much easier when you don't give a fuck. So, (laughs) I I mean, seriously, that's, uh, that's kind of how I think people should behave. Well, now I think I understand why on another channel right now, uh, Shuli is actually making fun of your kids. Now it all makes ah! sense. <laughs> it all adds up, Eric. Uh, the, the other apology that you presented us with, uh, we did some, uh, some, some trickery with this. It's actually my favorite apology, maybe of all time. Uh, can you explain for people who maybe don't know who Colleen Bollinger is. Uh, Miranda yeah. says is her like character. This character was huge. And I guess my kids weren't the right age that they had. I had no idea who she was. Yes. I mean, this apology falls under, we're putting it under the worst apology of the year, but it's also the yeah. best. And <laughs> so it's probably one of the most talked about. And Colleen Ballinger uh, had a character called Miranda Sings that was, Sort of uh, akin to, I mean, I I don't want to really say this, but like a Pee Wee Herman type yeah. of character where there's a lot of like obnoxious, outrageous things. But I love Pee Wee Herman. I don't like 
brand no, things. Kristen Wiig but... had a character very similar to this on SNL. She was really annoying. I can't remember what her name is. I want to call her Kindy, but I know that's not right. But it's something like that, you know. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's this, it's this leaning into being awkward type of character. So, but what happened was that she used to go on social media and interact with her fan base as the character and try and and as a 27 28 low 30 year old woman interacting with 13 year old yeah. you know kids under the guise of being a 13 year old kid 10 years removed people are start, start pointing at like maybe you shouldn't have said this a lot of yeah. asking about periods wow. ask, asking about boners asking you know you know if you have wet dreams, shit, shit like that. <coughs> Sorry, guys. Um, but but wait, did the kids have wet dreams? What did they say sense. in the chat? So no, no, you know what? It's not important. Never mind. Well, irrelevant because they're kids and she's an adult. <laughs> and now, hey, I asked later, the que- I asked the question. JFK had junk. I wanted people to know why she's apologizing because I think it's actually very funny that uh, <laughs> that she found herself in this situation. That she does, she's like a kids performer, and then kids write to her, and she's making jokes about boners and wet dreams. Yeah, yeah, right. But uh, it goes back. This kid Adam McIntyre has made a career out of pointing out how she was inappropriate with him. She put him to work. She was promising him like a paid job if he tweeted for her as her. Right. And when he was a kid, she sent. Him, there was a, a video of her and her partner, and the guy was like wearing some new underwear that she got over his clothes. So this guy oh, is great. sitting there yeah. wearing like a lingerie set, perfect. <laughs> and then they're like, "Oh, we're gonna send Adam this this underwear." Yeah, she didn't I, wear it. She didn't wear it or anything. See, this I is wonder. A, this... I wonder how uh, Neo would have felt if this package had shown up at his house. Yeah. Yeah. This is the problem with the whole Colleen Ballinger fallout because I feel like she is a creep, but she's not a sexual predator. Right. She kind of like weaponized children and and uh, used children, but she wasn't like trying to fuck kids, which a lot of people have sort of uh, assigned that to her that aren't really that haven't done all the research, like all hey. apologies podcast. Hey, Eric, are we at the point where we're supposed to say not that there's anything wrong with that? If somebody, <laughs> I actually don't right. know. I, I'm actually no. not sure where we are. It's 2024. There's something wrong with it. There's yeah. something okay, wrong there with is. all of it. At any rate. Uh, oh, Kerry uh, Riddle has people. a, yeah. Sorry. Go I'm ahead. Jump, I'm jumping in. Kelly writes, how did Eric Zane avoid saying all this horrible shit? The kiss part sucks, by the way. Love you guys. Two. T-W-O. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's check out uh, Colleen. And uh, this is uh, I'll, I'll take a breath for a second in case uh, our buddy Carl needs to make an edit here. But uh, I, I, I feel like Andy did the right thing to this clip and how she decides to go on and apologize uh, for really everything that was happening. Oh, I see what you did. Hey. It's been a while since I saw my face. I haven't been doing so great, so I feel a little great. So a lot of people are saying some things about me that aren't quite true. It's a matter if it's real. Just as long as it's entertaining. Right? As long as it's entertaining. You guys having fun? 
We're having All a wonderful time. the toxic gossip train. Driving down the tracks of misinformation. The toxic gossip train. You got one way ticket and a population station. Toxic gossip train. Climbing through the tracks and harassing for my past. These rumors look like facts. If you don't mind, the gaps that won't survive in the crash, but hey. So, Eric, are you familiar with this apology? Do you do you know much about it, Eric? Negative. Negative. How long do you think that this song is? And don't worry, we're not going to play the whole thing. <laughs> uh, well, since I, I'm just going to throw out it, she does it for three minutes. Uh, very close. It's a little bit more than two, right, Andy? <laughs> oh, no, it's uh, considerably longer. It, oh, is it uh, really? Oh, my God. It goes on forever. Uh, it's a lot of strumming the ukulele oh, that's and right. explaining... Yeah, yeah what yeah. happened so i i pff, i don't think the, the, i'm underestimating to say that it's over 10 minutes oh no it might yeah it might even be longer it might be like pushing 15 wow but it's not worth playing at all no except, it's not worth playing all the way through yeah. i just want everybody to know that she thought that the thing to do was out of character to sing and uh, uh, sing about the toxic gossip train, which, yeah. you know, well done. Right. And, uh, yeah, I, uh, I and just for people who maybe don't know, the uh, WATS got uh, struck from uh, by having this in an episode and they had to cut it out when well, it happened. Correct. Because one of the more brilliant moves that she made, that's why that sounded kind of weird be with the, the, it's the trucker Andy remix because I yeah. put a little fair use rap beat behind it. Oh, I it. thought that was Neo under her. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I said Neo. <laughs> and uh, um, I sped it up a little because, yeah. because it's a song that she copyright that anybody that plays it gets hit with uh, legal action. You know, they, oh, boy. they're forced to take it down. So that's kind of a brilliant move on her part, yeah. whether no, she it's, meant it, to it, do it or not. It's very smart because anybody who wanted to comment on it all got struck and she did it as a song. Uh, but yeah, mm -hmm. it's uh, the, the cringiest uh, cringe uh, of the week. Uh, before we move over to our uh, hall of fame segment, uh, I did remember that uh, our buddy EZ sent me a clip uh, late, like right before the show. And uh, can you set up uh, the, the Harbaugh yeah. family? Okay. Local Detroit uh, sports guy, Brad Galley. That's Jim Harbaugh's dad and mom. All right. Now, let me just say, I fucking hate Jim Harbaugh. He's the fucking weirdest dude ever. And we now know where he gets his weird shit from. These two assholes. Wait until you see <laughs> and hear these two fucks after Alabama fucks up the Nash, the uh, playoff game and loses the game. Uh, this guy goes to mom and dad Harbaugh. And these two are just annoying as shit. I'm excited because uh, this doesn't usually happen on the show. I haven't seen this yet, so I can't wait to enjoy Your it. son talks about the two of you all the time. He's talked about this moment coming for this program for a long time. How do you put into words your emotions right now? Are you kidding me? <laughs> they won! What's better than that? Sorry, it, uh, she sounds like Eric Bowling's Taylor Swift impression. Oh. From a little earlier in the show. Oh. Oh. It's a family they will use for a long time. And it goes like this. Who's better, better than us? Nobody. I know you get tense during these games. Were you on the edge of your seat throughout this one? Well, of course. <laughs> Why were you yelling and screaming? 
That's a real voice. The biggest play in the game was right before the long drive. Jackie decided that we should switch seats. Oh my goodness! And I moved to her seat. She moved to mine, and this is the reason. Well, that's why they won. Yeah, yeah. Now he's now he's doing championship at a certain time. Maybe a little earlier in that game. Yeah. It's oh god, book five. Yeah. Now, yeah. Now, now he's doing old man story time. Jackie decided to change seats, and then I she took off her shoes. And uh, by the way, you look like somebody I know. Are you from Minnesota? Oh my god. Oh, Oh, that. Oh, fuck. The whole family's got autism. <laughs> they really do. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, it was uh, New Year's Eve, and uh, I we need to spend a little time uh, looking at great New Year's Eve broadcasting moments in history. Way back, back into time. That's a great comment from JFK Headchunk. You go ahead and read it, Michigan man. <laughs> Michigan hasn't won since we were at the dentist last 1998. Ah, <laughs> uh, she's uh, she's delightful. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and find us some more clips of her. Uh, one of the uh, the benefits of living uh, on the West Coast when you're raising uh, small kids is that New Year's Eve doesn't have to really be anything crazy. And in fact, what we usually do is we put on uh, CNN because they count down to the, uh, the, the ball drop in Times Square at, at 9 o'clock our time. So we do the countdown. We put the kids to bed. And uh, last night I was asleep before 10 my time. It was great. So... Uh, this is uh, not the best clip, but I uh, filmed this with my phone. We were watching this, and uh, I was like, oh, I just thought we would have some New Year's Eve fun, but uh, there might have been a little uh, indoctrination if you want to give a listen. I appreciate you can you guys hear them? So yeah, barely. Coming with you is a great joy. <laughs> yeah, so he says, I, I appreciate you coming because I uh, really enjoy coming with you. It's a great joy. And yeah. I was like, oh, thanks, Andy Cohen. <laughs> so, but, uh, Eric, you sent me a much better clip, which I tuned in after this, so I was not sure what the hell was going okay. on. They were talking to John Mayer. He's surrounded by cats. Yes. Which uh, I think we, uh, well, look, why don't you explain yeah, where he is? Or he's try. in Tokyo. He's in Tokyo. It's in the middle of the afternoon in Tokyo. He's at a bar where for some reason their novelty is they have cats everywhere yeah. throughout the bar. So Andy and is, is doing yeah. the questioning and, and Anderson can't stop laughing. John Mayer is having, has a straight face during all of this. It's yeah. a spectacular clip. It's called Cats in the Box in Tokyo, celebrating uh, New Year's. We're already halfway through the first day of 2024. Listen to the, the, just how much I'm Anderson's here with laughing. Shin and just... five other proprietors of the bar. Talk to me about this bar. You are 
I'm not quite sure why it's uh, formatted. Yeah, that's weird. It's because so I want to see the cats. Yeah, they, I do. I do too. The cats oh, is weird. the best part. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So and they, they've right. also been doing shots of tequila all night. So yeah, they Cooper do, yeah. is like drunk Which, off his ass. Yeah, we'll we'll take a look at that uh, in a little bit. That's a that's a regular thing that they have here. Yeah, I'm sorry. I I only glanced over and I realized that we couldn't see the cats. So it's weird. we should it's have weird. them now. Uh, but. Uh, Sorry, everybody. We didn't that's all right. That was that. the best thing that happened on that show all night. Uh, yeah, yeah. Everybody, everybody else they bring on has like one foot out the door as soon as they get yeah. in there. Yes. There yes. Like, everybody's just <laughs> so here. To get they away are from having to do this. And you see John Mayer surrounded by cats. Yes, and he's straight. He has straight face throughout it too. So I John Mayer it, does play this really well. He does. He's like, he I don't know play. why you guys think this is so funny. Uh, hmm? I don't hear anything. Oh, you don't? All right. Yeah, I put it in the wrong place. You can see it, right? But you don't yeah. know. Yes. Okay. All right. That's that's good enough. We get what it is and that they're laughing so hard. We'll know? cut it out in post. No, no. We're going to leave it in. That's fine. <laughs> cut but, that part out. Yeah, cut that part out. Um, but uh, you can kind of see what it is and uh, why that was there. Uh, but in any case... I was, uh, I was a little put off by, uh, I'm like, oh, okay, they're, at least they're having fun. But then I did remember a few years ago that uh, Andy Cohen did actually have a, a pretty great moment on this show, this New Year's Eve show that they do. Because as Andy was referencing, they do tend to have a fair amount of tequila during this broadcast, don't they, Andy? Yeah. Uh, well, there were a couple of years where I think they got too drunk and they wouldn't yeah. let them drink anymore. Right. And then there was also years where it was raining, but there was terror yeah. threats on the event. So they weren't allowed to have umbrellas. So well, compared to this, those past years, yeah, this, this, this is was from, a more fun. Yeah. And it still got awful, but it oh, was yeah. better that it, it's but better than it this, has been. This is a pretty good moment from about two years ago. Let uh, me tell uh, you something. Oh, please tell us something, Andy. Watching Mayor de Blasio okay. do his victory lap dance <laughs> after four years the of the craziest as the mayor of New York. You love this. The only he's already thing lost his voice. Democrats and Republicans midnight. can That's agree how, on I mean, is what a horrible mayor he has he, been. Wow. So yeah. Sayonara, oh, yeah. sucker. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Sayonara, sucker is the uh, the big takeaway. <laughs> yeah. As as bad sure. as it. Go ahead. Go ahead, Andy. Uh, I'm just gonna say I'm pretty sure that was that was the incident that led to them not being allowed not to drink for a couple year. of years. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's uh, it's funny though because it, it's it is one of those. Uh, you don't know what you got till it's gone. And the, uh, the, the version of this show that Anderson used to do with Kathy Griffin, I thought was really unwatchable, but I don't know. They seem like they're having I'm fun here. I'm to sweat already. I'm going to tickle your sack. What tickle is that? Um, is this a sack? That's I, I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I, I have no, no, I have no well, sack of gifts here. No sack of gifts here. I'm not even seeing my naughty gestures. There's nothing. A sack of Christmas presents. I did not bring the sack of Christmas presents. you call your private what? You call your private heart your Christmas presents, really? <laughs> that's a typical hot guy. Um, Let's open up the but, 
She's like, you know, you want to. He's like, believe me. Yeah, no. If you were, if you were a dude, yes. I mean, okay, but no. Really, would would any of us be like? I, I mean, I guess. And I don't know. I mean, I guess shame on CNN for thinking like, uh, you know, the fourth lead on Suddenly Susan. We should really pair her up with Anderson Cooper. I mean, what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> Is she still alive? Didn't didn't she hold Trump's head and she hasn't been yeah. seen since? No, well, she she did. a. Did you do an episode on, on her apology where she also didn't have makeup on, Andy? Oh, that's a good one. That's going on the list. No. Okay. But yeah, Eric, you 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 don't hear from her because facial recognition software doesn't recognize her anymore. <laughs> She's a monster now. She's oh, no. totally different. Yeah. Wow. That's ironic because she's the one that smells like fish. But <laughs> she was trying to well, kiss Anderson's sardine. Yeah. I, I'm sure I'm I'm sure the chat loved seeing Kathy Griffin, uh, Eric, right? I mean, it's, yes. uh, she's Let's a see. national treasure at this point, you know. She looks like Andy Dick now. Um, that's that's what uh, you also know. also yeah, true. One, yeah. yeah, one comment. Uh, oh, Dwyer Christian. Yeah, that's a that's a good friend. Well, <laughs> it's Dick converted into his upper thigh. So uh, you know, we'll uh, just uh, have a brief walk down uh, memory lane for New Year's Eve because we can say what we want about the CNN. New Year's show, whether it's with Andy Cohen or Kathy Griffin. But uh, I think we've really come a long way since the era where we decided that what we needed to do is uh, start the new year by uh, basically putting a retard on screen to uh, <laughs> welcome us back. getting closer to midnight and everybody is starting to look to one spot high atop number one Times square and that's because we're just minutes away from the lowering of the giant ball yeah oh. uh it, it's such a sad moment because you know dick clark was uh long before this they called him uh, america's oldest teenager and then uh, I guess at this point he was uh, America's youngest corpse because he oh. was still walking around <laughs> a little bit. And um, these shows where they still had him there, but then Seacrest was down doing like all the heavy lifting. I mean, they were um, they were pretty uncomfortable to watch. Right. Uh, and I get it that he probably still really wanted to do the show. But I don't know. Just put him in a studio and tell him that he's doing the show. Don't <laughs> actually put him on television. Like, it, I guess some people thought it was inspirational, but I, I don't want to be inspired. I just I just want someone who can count. And that's really the kind of all that job is. Can you count? And uh, well, Dick wasn't so good at that by nope. uh, 2005. Thank you, Ryan. We're less than 30 seconds away from the big moment. 
And we're coming up on 20 seconds. No, no. 30 seconds. There he goes. They're waiting in anticipation. Yeah. Oh, you probably get it by the time they get to 10, there right? There we go now. Yeah, now it's Look 20. Around. Now it's 20. Oh. All right. There it goes. Down she goes. Yep. 15, 15. 40, 13, 12. Okay. And Eight. Uh-oh. Seven. Well, you know what? He got it a couple seconds early, but I don't know. Should that really matter, guys? <laughs> it seems to get worse. Like every time I see it, he he misses another number. It's it's, it's like it's changing. I keep thinking people are fucking with it with AI or something yeah. in some way. No, 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 no. This is uh, this is <laughs> this is exactly uh, what it was. And uh, let's uh, say goodbye to our uh, our episode and our walk down New Year's Eve past with really. I think this is just an eloquent description of everything that's going on there in Times Square. Uh, which for anybody that's never done it, I I, I don't think you need to because uh, Dick Clark's going to explain to you exactly what it's like. <laughs> It's quite a party, Ryan. It never changes. The best organized, happiest group of people in the world all come here to New York. Look at them. Are they having a time? Oh, they're yes. having a time. Happy New Year 2006. We can read. You can always count on a good time. It is just the best. Oh, God. The strangers gathered and not a moment of violence. Happiness revealed. Yeah. Thank you, Mariah. Oh, God. <laughs> I, had to, I had to leave it for the, hi, Mariah. Uh, she can't hear you. You know, if he were alive today, you realize he'd do a podcast. That would be, oh. can you imagine the gold mine that oh. Carl would have if Dick Clark were around doing a goddamn oh. podcast? Oh, I think he would need his own show. That would be like uh, Perry Caravello's podcast. <laughs> uh, anyway, I, uh, I I had fun uh, going uh, down that, uh, that walk down memory lane. I couldn't find uh, when Dick first was on camera for that. Uh, I guess that maybe that's what they uh, scoured the internet for because I remember that. I remember him talking to us for the first time. Right. And uh, there's a moment uh, after midnight where he kisses his wife and you can just tell she's like, oh, no, no, I, did, I didn't want this. <laughs> not, not, not like this. Anyway, if you want to see a, a fun New Year's, look up uh, MTV Nero's Eve 1987. The Beastie Boys get shit faced and they go stage diving and uh, MCA misses and lands on the floor. But uh, I can't play it because Fight for Your Right to Party is playing the whole yep, time. Yep. So you look for that yourselves. But uh, that is uh, all the time for our show. Andy, Q Public, thank you for being here. Let everybody know where they can find the All Apologies podcast and tell us what you and Joe Sixpack have coming up over the, well, throughout 2024. Yeah, thanks, Christian. Eric, thanks so much for having me. We are We do a show that you can really jump in on anywhere because we feature uh, apology tours from celebrities, politicians, athletes, anybody that has screwed up and is trying to get the the public back on their side and this week we are coming we're starting 2024 strong with Corey feldman oh. Corey feldman tried to live stream his uh self-made documentary about how he and Corey hayne both got raped and he was going to 
expose these Hollywood rapists. And he had a theater full of people and he was live streaming it and it shit the bed. Oh, so then he issued a public apology about that. By the way, that is the only thing Corey Feldman needs to apologize for. Uh, When Carl was on a few weeks ago, we played some clips. Uh, Everything else Corey's doing is right. But yeah, he he should apologize for that. That, Really? I just wanted to talk about Corey Feldman. So. But oh, uh, yes, yeah, so uh, we have an Instagram page where I, I dig up uh, apologies that are in the news all the time. There's there's one every day. There's usually there's three or four. But uh, yeah, so follow us on Instagram at All Apologies Podcast and find us uh, anywhere you download podcasts. So, yeah, all Apologies Podcast. And uh, if I. If I go to my old radio days and I find one of the numerous times I had to go on the air and say, I'm sorry for doing this or that, that would be fun, wouldn't it? This is Eric Zay when he got fired and I had to apologize. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm surprised that Cardiff hasn't already sent me that. Uh, (laughs) It seems like that seems like it's in his wheelhouse of any time that somebody gets fired and has to apologize. Well, we're very Uh, close. We're very close to having uh, some uh, streaming are doing our show like similar to the way you guys get it done. So once we get that up and running, Eric, I'd love to have you come on and tell us all about your apology tour. Oh my God. Yes. Well, and, and, and you're the opening act for subreddit surfing live. Oh, Carlson thank you. March 9th. Correct. Thank you for reminding me to plug that. Yeah. Yes. March 9th, uh, subreddit surfing live at comedy at the Carlson. Carl Hamburger is going to be hosting. And uh, then all apologies is going to do a segment and uh, you just might, see some who are these podcast personalities on stage with us as we uh, cover some who are these podcast Lucy. type of characters apologizing. So. Lucy. You want to see Lucy, Lucy type box. Yeah. Uh, well, nope. uh, you, okay. you'll see, gotta... you'll see Andy, you'll see Andy and Lucy uh, tomorrow or Thursday for the audio audience on the midweek show. I believe you guys are going to be analyzing, uh, uh, podcast dramas produced audio dramas. I think there was some confusion as to what the word drama meant uh, last mm-hmm. week, which was actually entertaining in its own right. So, I got a, I got a doozy too. It's uh, oh, I don't really want to spoil it. No, 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 don't, don't, don't spoil it. Yeah, uh, I'll say that I, there's uh, some singing involved. I, I have the reputation that I do with the WATP audience because I, I came on with multiple uh, improv podcasts, and one of them was an improv Dungeons and Dragons drama. So there, there's there's the yeah there's a lot of there's a lot in that sponge to squeeze out. Uh, Eric Zane, where do people find you? Well, Christian, in the interest of brevity, <laughs> I will just remind everybody that I have a Patreon that has tons of material for you to enjoy. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Sign up for seven days free to try it out. Now, when it comes to that, you can literally put your little payment form in and cancel it immediately. And you still get the seven days. Okay? I don't try to scam anybody on that. So oh, sign like up that. for seven days free and then just cancel it. Then you get the seven days. If you like it, sign back up. If you don't, just that's cool. There you go. Well, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Christian DMZ. If you want to check out my show, it's a black cast, B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T. You can find the YouTube channel and wherever you find podcasts. Uh, If you want to leave us a voicemail, go to whoarethese.com to find the phone number. And please mention it's for W-A-T-B. And I will always mention that uh, some of the best five bucks you can spend every month is to join the W-A-T-P Patreon. There was an epic bonus episode Sunday where... 
yet again, Lady Kmart's on there talking about my kids. But uh, <laughs> Shuli, producer Chris, and Eric, your favorite, Lucy Tightbox, was there as well. Uh, they uh, went through with some dramatic readings of uh, Stuttering John's adult children giving speeches at Susanna's second wedding. So uh, that's a, it was a great one. Anyway, I know uh, as, as we had to inform the affiliates, we've gone a little long tonight. But uh, we appreciate everybody hanging in there. Andy, thank you so much. I feel like there'll be uh, plenty of apologies in 2024, so we'll definitely be sure to have you back. Uh, Eric, uh, I wanted to read uh, two Super Chats, but I don't know if they're close together. So uh, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. uh, Okay. Oh, yeah. And uh, did you ever uh, put this one up from our buddy Liam? When do you apologize for 90-minute kiss segments? I'll just say that the episode was 90 minutes. The kiss segment was 40 and our second kiss segment was only like 29 minutes. All right. I get excited, Liam. Okay. So, yeah, he's, you know, he's going to go to the Avatar shows, which, by the way, will be coming in 2027. He's, that, that's his thing. I, I, I did hear that in 2027. Yeah. So, all right. Well, uh, I, I, so I'm going to read a couple of them. I've got, I've got them here, Eric. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm Christian Black. Remember, every mic is a hot mic. But the only question I, Christian Black, get asked... I see I fucked it up already. The only question I, Christian Black, get asked by a fourth grader is, when are you going to let me go? Okay. Then it was followed up with, yeah. I'm Christian Black. I want to say I'm sorry. And I'm sorry, I really liked this one. This was very creative from uh, Kelly Riddle. I know $5 is less than five euros. But I want to say that I, Christian, yeah. am a not see sympathizer. Say it with me, everyone. Seek... Kyle, seek Kyle, seek Kyle, T-W-O, Tukey World Order. 